0: Deezer. Deezer Originals
1: Hello, I'm Joy Barton and welcome to The Edge my brand new podcast series for Deezer Originals Now most of you will know me from the football pitch and maybe occasionally from the headlines too but I also consider myself many things a pundit, a father, a bit of a thinker Over the past few months I've found myself away from sport banned from the game of love And I've been using my time to explore something I've always been interested in. The mindset and the psychology of the game. To have the edge, as I would call it. Now to me, the idea of the edge can mean a lot of things. Being on the edge of success, the edge of failure, the edge of change. But on the edge, I feel that's where you truly find out about yourself. It's where you truly grow and prosper as an individual. And on this show, I want to explore that. To speak with the people I look up to in the worlds of performance, sport, music, politics and beyond. And to find out what living on the Edge really means to them. On the Edge this week, I'm joined by a world boxing champion. He's a heavyweight who's known as the Bomber, with a record of 32 fights, 29 wins, with 19 of those by knockout. Tony and I are both big and proud Evertonians. I first met Tony a long time ago when he was working as a doorman in a nightclub in Liverpool. I remember Tony always being chatty, always having a conversation with everybody, and it's great to see him in big fights and as a world champion boxer. So let's begin on the edge with Tony Bellew. Tony, firstly, welcome to uh, my podcast, The Edge. Fantastic. Been wanting to get you on for a for a while, mate. I'd... Happy to lad. We go way back a long time which obviously we'll talk about <laughs> so yeah please to include you in the series I Thank think you. hopefully it's a fascinating insight into just what it takes I don't think sometimes people appreciate firstly the struggle to get where you are and then mm. secondly I mean the level you got to mm. you, I've heard you say before on record that you didn't think you were going to be world no. champion especially WBC world champion yeah I didn't
0: think that was going to be possible but you have a dream and we all have dreams. Everything that I've done was to supplement the dream of becoming a world champion. Everything that I said was about fighting at Goodison Park or whatever it was. Everything was to, to supplement that dream, all the jobs I've had. So I left school without any qualifications. And basically, my hopes of playing for Everton football were long gone before I left school. I like to think I can play football because I can strike a ball with two feet. But the, the fact and the truth of the matter is... I'm hopeless when it comes to that kind of level that you guys are at. So yeah, I was too it's flat, the same too for slow. Me in a boxing ring, mate. yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I left school and I thought I'm quite good at this boxing. I had had, I think I had two fights by the time I left school, or one amateur fight. I was 15 uh, when I walked through the doors of an amateur boxing gym, and I thought, okay, let's just see where it leads, and I'll stick with it. I was working on the door as well at the time, as you Number know. Uh, bat- yeah. I used, yeah. used to bump into me at the Isle Society. Well, I that's where working. I
1: know you that's where I knew Originally you from, me. even before you, like, I knew you boxed. Yeah. Because I remember, I remember seeing one of your early fights, and I thought, how's Tony? Like, I, d- I didn't put it, because I put didn't know at the time
0: you were boxing. I know, I used to go on to people, I was a, a boxer. Yeah. So I go work on the door, and nothing was there. Uh, my boxing was never a topic for conversation. I just used to train hard in the week, go and work on the weekends and I and I'd like I'd enjoy myself at work. Going yeah. to going to work on the door was was exciting when you were younger. It's not like it is nowadays. You know, years ago you'd go and work on the door. Uh, people would get into fights, you'd sort it out, get rid of them, and then you'd you'd have a laugh at the end of the
1: night with the lads, yeah. the other lads you're working with, we'd have a good good uh, good laugh. So so before you go in the gym at fifteen mm-hmm. Obviously, sport background. Mad yeah. keen footy fan. I mad keen Evertonian. I think that's what a new year has first and foremost. as an yeah. Evertonian. Everton fan. Yeah. And then, are you playing footy as a young lad? Yeah, I played uh, when I
0: was in school. I played for the school team. Uh, my best mate Neil Danz. So I grew up along. Well, me a long and Danzie side. were
1: in Lily Short trials. He yeah. was Liverpool. I was Everton. So it, I've known Danzie. I, I think that's our new. Yeah. You love footy, and I always thought you were a footy fan. I'd mm. seen you with Danzie.
0: I was always yeah. We was just we growing up as kids at the last eleven years of age. We'd met in the Rodney Youth Centre, and that's where I met Neil, and we just we, we clicked. We've always been uh, close friends. All our three kids are the same ages. Uh, we've just grown up together, so. I, I so so football, football was your yeah, num- number one doubt, passion. Without yeah. doubt, I always dreamed of being a footballer. Neil, when you look, when I look back, Neil was just straight ahead. Yeah, but well, he,
1: he was a he was a buzz. Yeah. He, he, he got into Lillishaw in the national mm, school. I, I mean, remember. I was doing. I got to the last thirty. And Danzig got in. Yeah. So he was the only one out of Everton Liverpool, and we had we really good sides it, at the time. Yeah. And Danzig was the only one who got in. So I remember
0: him going with Jermaine Defoe, Leon Knight, Pennant. Eight. Pennant. There was another kid there, a defender, Tom, I think his name was. He was good. He's not a player sorry, no sorry, more. Sorry. But he, he, all the clubs were after him, a tall centre half. He was a very, very good player. I forget his surname, but I remember just waving near off to well, the other I,
1: show. I remember it because he. He was at liverpool and ended up signing for blackburn because they yeah. were paying mega dota kids and the they had a big so i always remember him leaving there was a bit of a thing about that because the lads used to go to the little Show. Mm. that was like you got a two-year pro usually yeah. or a three-year pro at the end of it which pretty much went when you left school
0: mm. you're a professional footballer you're a
1: pro footballer we up we were all scrapping to just get whiteies, yeah and then a pro was like the almost a big finger you yeah. want to make it. In hindsight, it's probably great that we never, because it kept all us mm. starving.
0: I still remember Neil coming home after he got that first contract with Blackburn. He passed his driving test and he come home in a... But I Peugeot 206 and he was like, I'm Blackburn. I'm soon as the manager. I think Dean Saunders <laughs> was the assistant. And now i get happy training I was at this stage, I think when he left show, what 16-17? 16,
1: you'd leave at the end of yeah. like high school. Yeah. So I was finishing school. school,
0: but I was I was starting to take boxing seriously at 16-17. I was starting to think, you know. So I'd sometimes I'd go on and it's mad when I look back. I always looked up to Neil, even though he's my best mate and we've grown up the same. I always wanted to be a professional. I always wanted to sport to be my life, but I couldn't afford to do it at that stage of my career. I was an amateur boxer and I wasn't even in the England setup at that age. I wasn't even recognised as anything special. A few years past I got to meet I think eighteen, eighteen, nineteen stage and I'm knocking down with Neil. So Neil's a footy player and you kinda he's your best mate. So you go everywhere. With him. I'd even go to Ewood Blackburn's Training Ground. I always yeah. remember seeing meeting Damien Duff and the likes of Dunny and people like that, I'm sure they remember me. And laughing and joking. But I remember saying to them, You'll see me one day, lad. I'm going to be world champion. You'll see. You'll yeah. see. I always had that Neil in my life, my misses I was driven. I always thought once football was out the window and I didn't, couldn't, knew I wasn't doing anything. When for, does that so, set in? Uh, I'd say when I'd left school. Because I still had still had this dizzy head dream, I'm going to play forever more. one over. Yeah, mate. going to go to the game with your boots yeah. and someone's going to get injured. <laughs> one big day, I was off. just going to go, Lad, you want a game? You seem like a big, strong lad <laughs> sitting in the gladdest <laughs> my season ticket. Hey, we've, uh, uh, oh, we've all had that dream, mate. We've all had that dream. I just, I lived it, mate. And, and then when I left school, I carried on playing Sunday League and Saturday League football. I signed up for two teams and uh, there's, a, there's 10 of us in a group we call it the establishment on Twitter, but I've grown up with these 10 lads. We all went to school together. We've been friends. We were 11 years of age. Neil was part of that group. And uh, while Neil was playing, doing his thing, all the other lads, we played for the team. We played for Edgil. So I was playing Saturdays and Sundays. I played at quite a good level. I played were you for the first
1: team. Were the, by the back of Little Woods there?
0: No, our home ground for Edgil's first team was the Iron Marsh pitch, and it had the it had to be cornered off the pitch so it, had to, it was It was, I think it was the first division the business house or oh, yeah. like that. It, it was a good standard decent standard yeah it was style, a decent yeah. standard we had liners we had referees well you're supposed to have referees but we had linesmen, and, and everything was very proper well I hated <laughs> playing for them because I couldn't score goals every week so my thing is I play up front I just love scoring You'd model better. yourself
1: on big dung? Of
0: course, every time. And I would put people as well if they got on the wrong side. Of me now. I'm only joking. I wouldn't, but <laughs> I wouldn't be shy of having a word or two.
1: But it, that's the thing about that Sunday league. So obviously, I never, ever did that, like the Sunday mm-hmm. league thing. where I had mates who played in it, and it got heavy. The Liverpool Sunday league. There was. Instances the Sunday cars being driven on pitches, the people getting we're, shot at, yeah. I've, all that, mad I've,
0: stuff. I've seen that, like, I've seen a couple of machetes at pitches before today. I've seen that happen. They didn't well, go for me because I think they thought we cut you, you can actually chin us, so they, they chase other people. I have actually but, but seen that's that. the
1: mad thing about like people talk about how competitive it is now. How, I mean, for me, f- boxing or fighting, mm. Liverpool and football. As a city, mm. it just always went hand in hand. You know, you couldn't play football mm. where I'm from, I think, obviously, so you're mm. from Waverton. Street. yeah.
0: Wayverty talks to the areas. Even though
1: you went to Chillwall, which yeah. is a bit posher the, the kind of Chil- area. Chil- the Have you seen Chillwall come to school? What? So the Chillwall <laughs> comp. comp isn't, but Chillwall oh, area. Oh, yeah, the is. area.
0: Yeah, we go in, and I think that it was the wrong school in the wrong area, to be honest, because we come out of there and you'd see the people who lived on Queen's Drive look at us like we were just scum. Well, I was. Well, we you know never I mean, played against us
1: yeah. We, ne- we never played against any of them schools. We used to play like the kind of Nosley, Kirby schools, because Kirby Nosley. We never played Liverpool schools, mm. unless there was one cup where we played the odd blue right, coats and all that, but we never ran into them. So like Brad, you know, Brad, Brad or yeah, he played for Cardlean, but we never re- ever ran into them. Mm. Um...
0: We never actually. We did play them once. They were they, very good. They, they were proper them.
1: football school. They gave us an eye. Yeah, they were a proper Canadian. football. Placy went there, didn't he? Yeah, he did. So Giants. I always laughed at, like, say, like, imagine Placy in, in seniors. He was a good player as well. Placey.
0: people I've seen the size of him. Yeah, people forget that. I remember him playing on Botanic Park when we were kids, yeah. and he was he was decent. Don't get me wrong, he stood out, big, massive <laughs> kid with ginger hair. But you're like, he can actually play. Yeah. You know what I mean? They had a good, football the he play for Home and bargain was one of one of the teams here at Park, we were all kids, but like I say, when you were all kids growing up, no one was at Neil's level, Neil, yeah. so everyone wanted to play, and even when we'd left school, and we used to be playing Saturday League and Sunday League. You could still see like Neil will come with us on a Wednesday. I'm not allowed to play no more. But when we were playing on a Wednesday a couple of years ago, Neil had come and the levels and I'm playing with some decent players. Like yeah. kids are sharp. You can see how fast they are. The way they move They know the game. But Neil comes in the sharp, the, the sharpness levels or something else. So. But well,
1: I played against them all, all. he's the same age as me, mm-hmm. same position virtually. So I played against them yeah. all through the levels, all the way up. And I remember, you know, top Good top player. quality as a player. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it just showed, Like I, I keep saying to people, like what people don't understand. So the mm. process of this, obviously, people were talking about is what, what it takes to get in the building. Yeah. So somebody on the radios said about me not long ago. Oh, I don't know why he's getting. He's just a bang average Premier League player. And I'm like, it's not possible. It no, 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 no. I'm del- do you know how yeah. much of a compliment that is? Do you know how hard it is firstly to to get to the Premiership? Well, to make it, to earn to a living out of the game. I, I, I set out as a kid, very similarly for us in terms of never got decorated. Was good at fourteen, never really grew, never got decorated. Mm. Then start getting fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, really struggling. End up grinding my way out, mm. and then everything else kind of happens. So when I see your story go under the radar, not an English junior. I know you did. Did you have some ABA success?
0: I won three ABA titles, but they was as a senior. Yeah. So when I started, but my first amateur fight was at 15. So that was that was that's very late for an amateur box to start. But I kickboxed as a child. I wasn't bad, but I'd knocked someone out with punches, so I got disqualified, and that was the end of the kickboxing career.
1: Well, the end. You to, the end of my boxing career was I went to fight in an ABA, and I had looked after myself. Yeah. I was about 12, and I thought I'll take this boxing up a bit of gym, training. Man. Years ago, yeah. Well, obviously, Peter Culshaw's a, a, a cousin of mine, like the choir boy. I think he was like four stone world champion or something an like Culley. that. Right, so it kind of been in my uncle Paul, the old boxed amateur, so it was mm. like boxing football, boxing football. So I went along to and ABA and I thought, bit of off season training. I forgot. and I'll have you know. So I was doing the circuit and all that in with the lads, I'm only 12 in the off season, <laughs> and they went, Do you want a spa? So I thought, Yeah, I so we got in the ring with a kid from our school who I had fights in school. Hmm get in the ring, and I literally just, for three minutes, just bit jabs, just couldn't even get... Get close to him. And I, I got out the ring and I said, that's not for me, that, because I weren't brilliant at it. Yeah. I had to be brilliant at it, and I realised I weren't going to be. There's no
0: point in doing it.
1: And I didn't want to put football aside to yeah. do it, and I thought there's easier ways. I'm better at football than mm. I'm ever going to be at boxing, so for me, I thought, I'll do the, the training, but leave the sparring. Just Whereas on the it. flip side of that, you've left the footy. Yeah, <laughs> I, loved, the I I
0: just wish I could have played footy. I, I swear to God, I just it was... I love playing Saturday, like I say, the Saturday league, Sunday, the Saturday league was a really good standard. That was the one we played. The Sundays was a joke, but like I say, I I used to ask the manager of the first team and go, "Come and play for the first team this week." And I go, "No, I want to play for the second team because the second team are like in one of the lowest leagues, and you're playing fat <laughs> a at the back, and I could just score like three or four a game. Just fit a strong boss mate, yeah. and I'd just be celebrating mad <laughs> goals, and and that's what I used to love doing. So. I, I don't profess to be great at football or whatever I just I love but playing it I've
1: heard you say when you stop boxing so when it's finally the dust settles wherever that you're is that you're going to go you're, back to the you're
0: hopefully uh, bloody... my third sign I've got Osman I've got <laughs> Ibbett I've got Danzy. <laughs> and Hopefully, I've got your and made <laughs> me. My me, me plan is to have the greatest over 35 teams ever. But I must, must stipulate that I take the free kicks and penalties, I'm the captain. All you just need to do is just turn up and be
1: yourselves. Well, well listen, I, I'm not be doing any, I'm not doing <laughs> anything for the next six months anyway, mate. So oh, if you'd mate. had it going now, I'd probably I've have just... got in another game. <laughs> you still got fighting in your yeah. you, clearly got the big fight coming up. David Day, second fight, match. 5th of May, 02. Sold out. Yeah, uh, well, it's, it, what happened
0: is because the clown pulled out again. Uh, we had to go and offer people refunds, and a thousand people out of twenty thousand that had sold asked for refunds. So there is a thousand tickets going. Uh, how and why I don't know, but they are because they probably must probably see. The yeah, you want uh, There's a lot of apprehension on people's part. Saying, you know, is he going to turn up? One hundred percent, he's going to turn up uh, because. You've got to understand, he actually needs this more than me. If he pulls out again, that's his career done. Yeah. Uh, he's getting in that ring. I know that for a 100% fact. The first time, don't get me wrong, I thought he'd get in the ring in December, but he was very unfortunate. That a freak injury occurred. Uh, he ripped his bicep when he was when doing stair lift, or running down steps or something, whatever he was doing. Uh, he just needs wrapping up and cotton was up. this
1: on, on his yacht or was he not on the yacht no this
0: he's time? not on the yacht this time I think he's actually taking me seriously the first time he goes on I took you seriously this and that but when you look and really really look at what he's saying he does believe what he's saying and when he said you're the worst world champion ever that was just music to my ears he said to me you know you're, uh, you fought out your skin when you fought BJ Flodders mate I didn't fight out of my skin yeah. I fought horrendously I actually given me chin to nail and it just knocked him out with power. All that got rid of BJ Flores was my power. It didn't show me boxing ability, my brain, nothing. So it worked a treat me fighting BJ Flores before Dave Day because it made me look so vulnerable, so stupid the way I boxed. It showed that I'm still fighting on emotion and not my brains. And like I say, it worked. I got I got a t- proper telling off, a balking off, my coach Dave Caldwell after that fight, but I knew I was I was... While that fight was taking place... He was sitting there watching. I was making the next fight, and the minute that referee waved that off, you just watch yeah, I what I do. Ring, yeah. yeah, he's he's golden me in between. You know, first of all, he should have been sat near BJ Flores's corner because he was commentating for Sky. He he moved away from Sky and he sat in the neutral corner, the white corner, the place he knew I'd be when I drop BJ Flores, and uh, it gave me the opportunity. We had a little tit, tit for tat. Uh, I kicked the table on at him and uh, the fight was sold then but is
1: that are you conscious or can you be conscious when you're fighting Flores the industry you're in it's not like a team sport where I can have an off day or Mm. I can make a mistake and I've got a centre half to bail me out you know you make a mistake you're going to sleep or you know such words but but there's bigger consequences for making a mistake so can you be thinking of the hay fight when you've got Flores to fight I I wasn't
0: and I shouldn't but it's not on thinking of the hay fight. It's it's. I know he's there. Mm. I know his presence is there. And like I said, I'm not someone who's ever relied on a promoter to make my name bigger. I'm not someone who goes right. I sit down there and go, think, Eddie we're going to fight next." Mm. Mate, I make my own fights, and, and I make people want to see them as well. People think it's an act or whatever. I've never acted. Well, I have acted. Well, I, I <laughs> get people. Movie. I get
1: people all the time because obviously, you know, people go, on Bell, you blah," and no. I go, "Listen." you'd never meet a nicer fella I've known people. him since I was 15 mm-hmm. you'll never meet a nicer fella it's part of the game it's business in our industry we don't really have I don't have to sell tickets yeah. because you've got season ticket holders or people tune mm-hmm. in or they support the team we're in boxing I don't think most people understand what it takes firstly to make a fight mm-hmm. then you you know you start out as a young kid you've got to grow your own fan base your own yeah. footy team really yeah. you've got to get a supporters base to follow you you've got to sell tickets to get on shows yeah. Explain a bit about that because people don't know. about So, that. when,
0: when you start off, if you're not an established amateur or you're not an Olympian, shall we say? So, you know, if you, if, if you're, Anthony Joshua comes out the Olympic Games, he's an Olympic gold medalist. The whole world knows him. He's the heavyweight champion of the Olympics. Uh, the, everyone wants Amaya him. Amir
1: Khan, exists. yes. Amir
0: Khan, that. silver medalist, catches, captures the public's imagination because he's so young. He's a young boy. Tony Bell, you turn professional. Regardless, he's won three ABA titles. No one cares. Because, you know, I've, I've represented my country all around the world. No one cares. But Tony Belly comes out and goes, I'll punch your face in. And the minute I see you, you've got a problem. Everyone goes, "Oozy, Let's watch him. He's nuts. So I was under no illusion when I turned professional. I knew what I had to do. I just had to build myself up slowly and then get to a stage where I can go, right, I'm going to make this about me. Mm. And don't believe everything you see on TV. That's the first thing I'll say. Yes, it is me. And I'm saying these things. But... That's it is me to a
1: certain extent. It's show business, isn't it? I always say to people, you wouldn't see, for instance, Tom Cruise walk around and think, oh, he's, he's a secret agent, like he mm. is in Mission, mission Impossible. Impossible. And the the challenge I always see is you have like a stage persona mm. and then you've got the private, who you are with your friends, with your family, with your mates, and then also the public persona in terms of when you interact with fans or when you interact with people who know you as Tony Bellew, the boxer, which... I don't really because I always remember as Tony Bellew the lad from Liverpool Mm. obviously the boxing bit came afterwards so I think you knew me before I'm even I'm a young kid playing footy but Mm. afterwards you meet the persona and I Mm. see yourself fighting people go oh brilliant because you know you interact you get people to engage with you positively Mm. or negatively which is me a little bit of a pantomime villain at times great you've got to do that Mm. To, firstly, because you're your own brand, yeah. You know, you,
0: it's not you've got to get
1: people fight, to go. I want to pay to watch this fight or buy a ticket to watch this fight because I either want to see him punch his head in or I want to see him get his head punched in. Exactly, breathe away. You're engaging the audience. And yes. I think, I think, well, what stands the test of time, obviously, you see McGregor do it on a massive scale. Mm. You have to be able to back that up at some oh, point,
0: point and to I fight. think that's what you've done. Yeah, over the years, I've proved I can fight, but I like to think. It, it, I'm not being because when I, when you say you've got a stage presence, it feels like I'm I'm switching things. I'm always just being me, but I understand sometimes I've got to be loud, I've got to be obnoxious, I've got to be in in when I'm in that domain, when I'm in that area of.
1: We Are trying to capture attention. Yeah,
0: I've got to make people want to see it. So when I done with David, hey, did the planet know? I didn't plan kicking a table, and I didn't think he was going to be in the corner there. But I'd done it, and subconsciously, I know that's what people want to see because David, I had no intentions of fighting me. He just cast me off. Yeah. But the minute I kicked that toe on at him and jumped out the ring, everyone wants to see it, and it does silly numbers on pay per view. The arena sold out within within twenty minutes, and everyone's happy. Whereas if you get out
1: and you shake hands and you're respectful, no one wants to see the best fight.
0: one. The best way of saying it is, at the time, the best welterweight in the world is Kelbrook. Faces at the time the best middleweight in the world in Kennedy Golovkin. Two of them are standing there shaking hands, made the best man win. They do extremely low numbers on pay per view, and the arena barely sold out. I'm sorry to say, two outstanding fighters, mm-hmm. brilliant, in their only in their own you know way that they do it. I'm talking Kennedy Golovkin is an elite level fighter. He's up there, mm-hmm. mate, with with the greats, but no one wants to see it because no one cares. If used to shaking hands, and then you've got a, gr- a domestic grudge match and me and Cleverly, we sell out within five minutes, and we do great numbers. Like how does Cleverly and me do more numbers than Brooke and Golovkin? Yeah. It's, it's insane, but hype. and I'm sorry to say, bullshit sells, yeah. it, and people can't get enough of it. It's like
1: I actually genuinely feel like you, when you, you you're getting in the ring to punch someone in the face, you've got to dislike them.
0: How can I like someone who's come to hate me?
1: Yeah. You might be able to go home mm. to your wife and kids Without and your family doubt. afterwards. Because, th- like, in football, that isn't the way, you know. Yeah. You know, you, a bad tackle, you see, like, is a, a leg break or a ligament. Yeah, the worst. Or a ligament. Of the worst. But you're going home. Yeah. You know, I know we had the kid, Mason, who's just retired because of the fractured skull. Mm. You know, touch and go. So that that is a, it's a freak incident, it's a, but it's a bad it's a one off. But on the whole, you don't really see that no. in football. You know, you have had the lads who've dropped dead, Mark Vivian Foe played with so Ben Malumbo, who was very mm. lucky never few except. but but that's rare. Mm. We're in your industry. You know, your Michael Watson's who I can remember people as a kid, Some
0: people don't go home, mate. Some people don't and I always say that and I make me eldest boy aware. Because I leave fight week and I'm away from them and stuff like that. And I've started to send them on Aldi. I'm in a position where they can, they can mm. go away. So send them to Dubai. But when you've got people like David, they saying on television, this fella's going in a coma, his kids are going to be visiting in a hospital. It's just an horrible thing mm. to say. The things he said in the build up, it was too much. It was too far because what he got to remember is that does happen. And, yeah. it, and he kept drumming it in, you know. He brought up fighters who were in comas at the time saying, you know, you look at this fighter, he's hurt And in the back of your mind, although I'm saying, it doesn't really matter, say what he wants, you start thinking to yourself, how can you even say that? Because you know it can happen. Hmm. I understand I'm I'm someone who can't quit. I'm not the most talented, I'm not the best, I'm not the fastest, I'm not the strongest, but what I've got, mate, is I've got a will that I will do anything to win. And it doesn't matter how hard, if I can get up, I will get up, no matter how many times you whack me and I hit that floor, if it's if I can possibly get up, I will get up, and I, and I know. Have you shown that before? I know I have that over some fighters, because there's some fighters, believe it or not, and it's hard for people to grasp, but there is some fighters there who go, you know what, I've had enough, I've seen it, I've seen world champions on one knee go, I've had enough, I've just, I've had enough, I'm sorry, and I, I, the, that's what frightens me, because I haven't got that, mm. I, I I can't go on, I, I couldn't live with myself, if I stayed down on one knee, Goodison Park's perfect example, Drop my car boo. Uh, sorry, I'm in the first round, I'm hitting him, got him going, he nails me with a left hand right on the nose, breaks my nose, I hit the floor, it would have been very easy for me to just go, he's broke my nose, I can't breathe, I live to fight another day.
1: What What are you thinking when obviously it must just happen in a flash? That's the fighting for the world title, mm-hmm. Goodison, which you know you've always dreamed about yeah. coming out of the Z cars. Goodison sold out, which is uh, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen a boxing fight. Goodison. No, it's the only Probably one ever Probably not see happened. another one. No. <laughs> Probably not see another one unless you put one I on. I was nervous. That's the only thing. So it? you get pinged. Yeah. After starting quite I well, the deck. and then you're thinking, but to get up. Firstly, to get off because he's a he's a banger oh, as well. Nice Macumbu a banger.
0: Just What's that? Macumbu, Makabu. He's Just a banger. Broke me nose immediately as soon as it landed. You know what? The shame of losing drives me. To be honest, and it drove me that night insane because I was walking that ring and I don't get nervous before fights, dressing rooms, all that stuff. I'm smiling, I'm laughing, I'm telling jokes until a low blow goes on. I'm, I'm not. Trying no to start nerves at all. No nerves. I'm not nervous. I sleep. I don't sleep all through camp. So last night I had a terrible night's sleep. Uh, two full hours of that, and I go.
1: What's that we're thinking about? Just my minds overthought. I overthink everything. And, and are, I- are you thinking? I- thinking of, are you thinking now about? What he's going to do, what he's going to bring, is it going to be a better version? What no, tactics are you going I, to use? Yeah, and I, I, I think about what have I got to do. Right. I,
0: I go through all the things, what can happen in the fight. I got. I think go on and going again. This is every night of the week. I, don't, I just don't sleep. But then I'll get weighed in. That night I sleep like a baby, right through. Every fight I sleep fine. Six, seven, eight hours maybe even like a baby because... Job's done. Yeah, I know. I've done everything I possibly can. To get me to the stage. I can't do any more. And for some reason it happens every time. Like me mate who's always with me, he wakes me up in the morning. Like, come on, you've got to get up and it's like nine, ten o'clock. That never happens. Four o'clock this morning, I was up going to the toilet. Uh, and
1: so then you didn't fight camp fight, now. You yeah, didn't I'm
0: up- in camp I'm staying in Rotherham I'm home for the weekend. Er uh, How long have you been in camp now? I think it'll be fourteen or sixteen weeks. I've been going back and forth to Sheffield. For the fact that never happened in December, that was a bit of a disaster. But I lost my brother-in-law in the August, my younger brother-in-law. and and I, I trained. in camp through I that? I was in camp through that. And, and he knew about that. And to be fair, he apologised for the pull-out and stuff like that. But what he didn't realise, I, I couldn't care less about his injuries. What my family had been through and what they're mm-hmm. still going through was the worst time of our lives, losing our brother. So uh, that was very hard to try and train. I, took, I didn't stay in Rodham. I stayed in Liverpool and I made the coach come down here. And that kind of made it worse. And then by the time I got to Rotherham, there was only three weeks to go. I'd done a week in Rotherham. Everything was a disaster, but I was so still willing to fight. F-
1: f- yeah, for you, you're still willing to fight, but mm. you'd have gone in, not in the best mental no. space you could possibly be I would have been be in. in
0: good physical, I was in good physical so he, shape.
1: He, he maybe missed, by the ad injuries, probably missed a good opportunity yeah. to... To yeah. get you, maybe I, no I'll 100%. be honest.
0: I'll be honest with you, hundred percent. My plan was just to go in there and get rid of him as fast as possible. Just, team, just fight with him. That was what it was the only thing going through my mind. And I kept thinking of it. Which, yeah.
1: with the size of him, toe would have been dangerous.
0: It is. I can't listen. I can't stand toe to toe with David Haynes mm. trade freely. I can't do it. I could do it with any other cruiserweight in the world. Any one of them.
1: I, I can think that's stand. what surprised. me. That, certainly in the first fight, just knowing the size of you, because i no like obviously mm. knowing. He's fought Klitschko, known yeah. the size. He's fought I think that's what caught everybody. Everyone was like, "He's just going to be too big." Yeah. And you know, even deep down, I'm thinking, is he? It's a big, it's a big, big ask. ask at that weight. I can understand why everyone wrote me off. I fully got it. But when but you, then he hit you, yeah, and and you absorb it, and you're coming through them, and you can see. I remember thinking, nobody expected that. Everyone mm. thought at some point he'd hit you and he'd walk you back. I don't think anybody thought you would have had the durability to absorb. The extra weight
0: does help with the durability, but when you break us down dimensions, the actual sizes of us were very similar. He's six foot three. I'm six foot three. With that big stupid haircut, he looks about six foot five. I mean, he looks like the second coming of Dunking when he has it out. But uh, he looks ridiculous. But our dimensions are very similar. It's just that he's built himself up so much more muscular wise that. People think he's huge, he's actually not that big, and in all honesty, he ain't that strong. He's just got a hell of a punch, mm. he's very, very powerful. His explosiveness is his key.
1: Well, I, I remember him being in trouble against was the French fella, John. I remember him being in trouble on the deck, really in trouble. And mm. he and he pinged him yeah. from nowhere. and I, I didn't really think he carried that much power till yeah, seen that because he was on the back foot. So that was my concern coming in, obviously no years of fighting. And, hmm. and I'm I'm just all all I remember thinking was if he can get through that them early exchanges. Because I know how, how robust and how durable in yeah. terms of like your persona, your yeah. personality is. And I'd seen I've seen and played against many players over the years who aesthetically are very, fantastic. very pleasing on the eye. Hmm. But as somebody also who isn't the most mm. aesthetic I, you know I don't have an 8 pack or a I'm the same but I don't miss games because I'm robust Yeah. and I always laugh saying well I'd rather be the shape I am Yeah. similar to you play 38 games a season but you don't miss you don't miss a training session yeah. you, you know you're there so and the people I think underestimate or underestimated you on mm. the back of that fight going well we look at David A and he's in great shape and he's got the 6 pack yeah. and he's doing all the well, that doesn't matter, because when you get in there, you can't test for what's the six inches between yeah. your ears and how how big your heart is. I
0: train sports-specific. David is a great athlete. He's a fantastically gifted athlete. I don't train to run faster. I don't train to, to be able to swim more length or to be able to jump a certain way. I train to fight. And, and, and I ain't never been found wanting in a boxing ring. No matter what people say, how he looks or what he thinks, I don't care, I can fight and that's all that really matters because that's me job. I'm a fighter. I'm a prize fighter. I'm not a sprinter. I'm not a weightlifter. I'm not... I'm a You're fighter. You're not a men's health model. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm not. I don't want to be seen in catalogs. Yeah. I'm a fighter, and I can really, really fight. I've got a good boxing brain because it's the only thing in the world I truly know. I've studied it since I was a kid. There's nothing an anybody can educate me on in boxing and I don't want to sound big-headed or do you Think he is, he knows it all. You
1: can hear that when you do your media stuff, like you're very I've, knowledgeable I've watched,
0: it. I've studied it, Joe, for my whole yeah. life. It's been me, It's it's been an obsession since yeah. I was a kid. Like Same I say, with me in football. All the years of saying to people, I'm going to be world champion, getting laughed at. All the years of people, you know, saying I remember saying I'm going to box through. I'm going to represent my country I'm going to go around the world people were laughing at me at that stage and I got and but every obstacle and goal even the closest friends I've got to me have doubted doubted me but, and there's nothing wrong with that because people without people doubting you and not believing you that kind of helps spare you on yeah. as well to another level yeah legend. I
1: think that if you would have had all the happened and everyone mm-hmm. I'm better I'm same as you I'm better when I'm underestimating yeah. when, t- when you tell me I can't do something that's mm. usually when you I force myself to do it because I'm the same as you, exactly the same. Can't, can't, can't. I used to think, nah, you're wrong. I know. And, and nobody believes you. And obviously, yeah. when you achieve what when you, achieve, you get there, and then the, much the, more the, the mad
0: thing is, when you actually do get there, then they want to knock you down. Yeah. Then, then they like they don't like you because you've done
1: it. I've, I've, I've found
0: people I've grown up with, spent years of my life with in gyms as an amateur. You, you, you get to this stage and you go, well, I've, I've, I've cracked it. And, and you know what? I'm actually helping you. I, I stick people. I've put people on my professional bills all over the place, paid them out of my money, and then, Cause that, and then the they slag like then
1: That's what people don't understand, is that the, the psyche, the mindset, so you can be a mega-talented kid in an mm. academy or ABAs or juniors or coming through the ranks, mm. then the psyche to be a pro, that dog-eat-dog, dog, yeah. man-against-man. The, past, the past's
0: gone, mate. Once you get to that level, it's gone. It, what you've done, and you, no one cares, mate. When you, when you don't care if you were at Liverpool when you were eight years old, and you were 12. The only kid now you're starting to kind of turn into a man and develop. That, that's the only time people are going to sit up and take notice because we've seen tons of great eight year olds, we've seen tons of probably great 12 year olds. But once you start developing and your body changing, you start turning into a man when you're at 15, 16. That's when anyone cares. But this,
1: this is what people don't understand. I don't feel is that you go from Junior academy football to res- the old reserves or the 23 years now, and then you go into the men's where there's a full stadium, there's mortgage on the line. It's doggy dog, eat dog. Oh, it's a different game. In your, in your profession, you go from the junior ranks, the ABAs, mm. up golden gloves, etc., etc., to the pro, even different- the Olympians. They go to the pro, and the egg guard comes off. And it's, it's di- you know what it is, it's a different sport. It's a different game, it's Dif- a just a different but Some people can't handle it, no, some people, but I've some seen. people are also built for it, yeah. Which I always thought you were. Oh, without
0: doubt, as a professional, I was always cut out to make it far better. I mean, I don't know, I can't even think off the top of my head. I must be the last person in an ABA final to leave a man unconscious in a ring. I hit John Lewis Dickinson with this left hook this night, his <laughs> second ABA title, and he was asleep for about five but minutes. You were always
1: known as that. I always remember when you first come on the scene, everyone was saying, knock out, mergers, yeah. Because that's what you were, that's where the Bomber all, ones yeah. come
0: from. That's where my nickname come from, just as an amateur. That, that, that nickname come from my fourth ever amateur fight in the Montrose in Anfield, the social club. It was full of smoke, and my football manager at the time, his name was Stevie Arden, and for some reason he just shouted out, Come on, the Bomber! <laughs> and it, it never went, the that's name it. stuck ever Not since then. a bad then.
1: nickname. Who's your early inspiration? Why boxing?
0: Why boxing? Early inspiration, my dad. My dad was a hard man. My dad was a proper... Kickboxer or boxer? No, my dad was just a hard fella.
1: Alright.
0: So half on the doors? Yeah. yeah. So a lot of the doors were in the city when I was younger, growing up, and that's how I ended up getting into security. Uh, he had two amateur fights. One amateur fight, he won. Second amateur fight, he got disqualified in the second round. Uh, he threw on a stool at the fella because he was jabbing his head off. So uh, it shows where I've got the temper from. <coughs> That's the first thing. But I always wanted to impress me. Dad, I want to show him luck. Everyone I can, does,
1: yeah. I, want, I can do it, Dad. I can, yeah, I can fight. I can box, yeah. And, uh, and in Liverpool, if you can't play footy and you can't fight, you're fucked. Yes. The uh, best way of saying it
0: in Liverpool is... Or play a musical instance. You're good at two things in Liverpool. I'm telling you now. You can either tell jokes or have a fight. The third is <laughs> play football, but very few can do it. It's the one to Tell jokes or have a fight. Mate, I was very fortunate. I can tell you a joke, but I can... Definitely fight. <laughs> I've just always been able to have a fight. So uh, yeah, impress me dad and and it, trying to impress him just just led to this.
1: So you get outside the influence of your dad. Everyone's dad or a good dad is always the yeah. hero always a grown up when you're growing up. Your dad's your hero. He was, but I
0: come from a single parent home, so my dad was gone when I was ten. Alright. So there was me, Me three brothers, er uh, crammed into the house. My eldest brother leaves, goes uh, when I'm fifteen, sixteen, my second elder brother, he then leaves and goes to university. We have got one out of the four of us with a brain, uh, and then
1: you're far from I, being I, punched. I'm you? not.
0: I, I'm I'm so so lad. I'm doing all right. Just touch what it carries on. Uh, yeah. So I just I don't know. I just I was driven to show me how a fella like a fight because like I say, my dad was was a hard fella. Yeah. On the street, he, he just that was. Uh, with the world we live in now wasn't like when he was younger.
1: Yeah, there's no straightness. Yeah, back there was in the a straight day, there was, there was you know, lad,
0: like, you've got a problem, right? Let's go here, we're on the we're on the tiles, we have a fight, we shake hands after it, and that's the end of it. He was a hard man and I always knew the respect he got from that. No one would ever cross me, Dad, no one would ever mm. put it on him or whatever and I always kinda looked at it and thought
1: Did you feel yeah? Did you feel kinda duty bound then to be a to be an odd kid because you because 'cause you're seen as being you know your dad's hard it's almost, yeah. you're expected to follow in the, in the footsteps or you're seen as a bit weak
0: it was a pressure kind of but my mates didn't know about my dad until we got older so and I remember when we got to like 16, 17 my mates started doing the because we at 16, 17 we were starting to go out on the town sneaking out on the slide. remember you go the, the lad you got ID I don't need ID lad More right, you know <laughs> shirt and jumpers on and all that
1: Used to get in the O five one every now and again, <laughs> but it was like once a month. You get launched, the so, uh, cost shirt on a pair of bush the puppies. The, days,
0: mate. the PJ Cox on the shoes? I was
1: only small mate, so I used to get legged all the time. Just to be like, come on mate, you don't even look sixteen. It's like I'm sixteen. They like, you know, I was like sixteen. Like, used to think I was fourteen. Just got legged all the time. Probably saved me otherwise, I wouldn't have made it as a player.
0: Mate, we used to go. And so they start dating the stories. Do you know, I thought things, so? and I go, yeah, whatever. And they did some of the stories, the fights, and then it just led on. And then once they'd seen me have a few scraps over the years in the streets or in a boxing or whatever, you just kind of get a nickname. Of, you know, tell him you can scrap. But you were a big kid. I remember you being massive. Yeah, I was big. Fifteen years age, I was fifteen stone. So I remember you being big. big. Yeah. You're the
1: same age me. You're 35, aren't you? Yeah, just turned. I remember you being big remember thinking fucking hell, some size us, and everything. I was like. For your, for your my age, yeah, I was. Getting, I was big. Old uh, so who was your boxing role model then? Who's the first boxer you looked up to?
0: I always loved Ian Mike Tyson, obviously, as everyone does. Uh, once I started studying boxing, I idolised Riddick Paul. And then I, I loved him even more when I read into him and read up on him. So it's like I studied him and then I looked at his... Persona and personal lifestyle away from boxing. He loved to raid the fridge. Uh, was constantly in trouble. Uh, was, was, a, was a bit of a not an outlaw. I was he the Bowen Olympian? He was. He lost to uh, Lennox Lewis in the Olympic final. Uh, he got stopped. So he, I just always idolized him. And, and and I can't sort of shine to him because no one else really knew him. Because I studied boxing. Like I'd asked my dad for a tenner and I'd order boxing tapes from the US. VHS tapes and they'd all come over and I'd sit there and I'd just study them and watch them I remember watching Roy Jones Jr before anyone even knew who he was before
1: like Google and YouTube
0: and all All that stuff before that come out I was studying VHS tapes I just knew everything about all the fighters and and it was kind of like it was it was an obsession and it was my way away from because all I used to do is play football Mm. so that was like i go home if you're not playing a Mega Drive between three years in the house then you know you're fighting for it then I'm watching boxing I'm just, I can be left alone. No one else really wants to watch this, they're not interested in it, but I am. Hmm. And uh, yeah, that's what, that he was my inspiration, definitely.
1: So who do you admire most amongst your contemporaries now in boxing? I admire anyone
0: who gets in a boxing, first and foremost. It takes a lot of bottle and courage to get in the ring. You don't just find this mindset overnight. You're not just born with it. It takes years of...
1: No, people think that, like,
0: one thing I can say is I am not no specially gifted athlete I did not get given any freaky gifts or nothing I've worked and worked I've studied and I've studied 20 years of my life has been put into this sport 20 years means I'm 35 20 years that's all the best thing I can say is I'm happy it's paid off but ultimately you take away what your winnings and stuff like that it's just 20 years gone 20 years has took my life in boxing because it's from all of the professional the amateurs It just t- boxing isn't a sport you can pick up and put down it's it's honest to God and I don't want to sound like Chris Eubank senior whatever you want to call him but it is a way of life
1: well yeah I'm, I'm elite level sport at the highest level is mm. there's no like I always say people think oh footballers you train till 2 o'clock and you just have gone home and I'm no like right. yeah but Got to train superbly, rest superbly, eat superbly. Yeah. You're doing that 24-7. Obviously, yourselves is the it, you I can remember. have an off day. Mm. I can go out and have an off day because the manager will take me off, put someone else on, or somebody else will bail me out. Give you a rest. Whereas sometimes. you boys, you have an off day. it can be the end of your career. I
0: know. You're know, you one off day
1: from the end of your career, which we aren't. You know, yeah. I get a four-year deal, sign a four-year deal. You know, but get get injuries X Y and Z. Y- that's you've why still people got a four don't that, people
0: don't appreciate that side of boxing. So well, you, you get understand bingo. That's, you know, that's it. Oh mate, I get knocked out and I've, I've had to come back off. I only consider myself I've got one loss in my career to Adonis Stevenson, but people have no idea of the implications of a bad night. Don't forget, like you go to work. I've had every job you can think of. I've worked on the door. I've been a labourer. I've been a lifeguard. I've worked at a pillar factory. There's so many different jobs I can think of doing. I've done some crazy stuff to earn myself money over the years as well. Uh, and they, they don't, everything was done, every job I've done, everything I've done outside the box and away from work, any, it all supplements this dream. But
1: well, they only see the tip of the iceberg, yeah. don't
0: they? people only see me now. Look at that That, that on telly, the way he nowhere. You I didn't think, see me, mate. I think people
1: see that. I think, I think some will. But yeah. People who know you don't They're think Like
0: that. the fans of certain fights, but... You didn't see me when I was going to work at six in the morning in the Pillar factory. No one's seen that. No one's seen when I was out running, you know, six to eight miles every single morning to make 12 stone seven. I can't believe you made that. I'm 16, <laughs> so I'm, I fought my first ever amateur fight at 13 stone eight. I was 15 stone... I used to see Yeah, and you were
1: drawn. I used to think, how is he getting to that weight? I was 15 stone 15 years of age and as a 30-year-old
0: man, I was trying to make 12 stone seven. And don't get me wrong, I'm stupid for doing it, but... That's got that, that that to be it dangerous. That's what's frightening you. That's
1: hard to be dangerous.
0: frightening The best way of saying this, and I always say, people can always, they always say to me, you know, oh, how did you do that way? But they don't really grasp what it what it actually, how hard it really was. And I always say to them, there's no point in me shutting telling you because you won't understand. What you're best doing is just look at that and then realise I had five pounds to go. So you
1: ripped it. I know. But
0: that that's probably
1: really really, that's, really, really. Well, I used to speak to Ke- I know Kerry came so showing quite you guys grand.
0: the picture. Well, and Kerry used to come We'll to me. get
1: that picture. I'll put that. I'll clip that on.
0: Put that on, and that's me with that's twelve stone. do not even 12 look like pound. you there, do you? No, that's five pounds ago. So I've had all. I've
1: had the six packs, and they're yeah. overrated. <laughs> but that that for you, as you say, you would walk around. So you're not doing boxing. You're not training. You're probably walking around fifteen and a half, sixteen stone, yeah, that's the size yeah, Six foot. Three. Always
0: fifteen. Always in and around fourteen and half, fifteen stone when I was at light heavyweight. Nowadays, don't get me wrong. I'm sixteen stone plus at the minute, but. I'll be a lot lighter come fight night. Cause so what,
1: what fight night do you have to weigh in? What have you got to weigh in? 14?
0: No, it's heavyweight so I can weigh what I want. I actually thought I was too heavy last time. I shouldn't say it and fighters always are very sceptical. Oh, you like, shouldn't say what your weight is. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be lighter than I was last time. Uh, so will David Hay. eh. Uh,
1: because that, that what surprised me last time was how close you were in the weight.
0: Well, no, he, he, was, he was 16 stone two, I was 15 stone three. I shouldn't have never been 15 stone three. I should have been a lot lighter than why, that.
1: Why did you carry that? Because you knew he was going to be
0: big. I thought I thought he was going to be... I was trying to get as close to his weight as I can. And In hindsight, it was a stupid thing. That that, that's why I gasped a bit, I a bit. Yeah. yeah. I could counter-punch him so easily. And I was catching him all the time with the slip and come back with the right hand and, and I could see his punches coming now if I just had that little bit more sharpness then I'm convinced I could have got rid of him early and, and I will mm. be sharper in the rear you learn from your mistakes but don't well, get me wrong I'd heard you saying winning, that
1: you've always got better ever you've had a rematch with anybody so cleverly yeah. too you were sharper you'd learn from better. your mistakes of the first fight etc terrible et fight but I got the win but that's all that matters isn't it really you're going to have yeah. off
0: days I went to town on him, beat him up over Mackenzie. I just absolutely toyed with him. He didn't like on me in the so rematch.
1: So your dad's, your dad's doing what he's doing. Your mum does. Your mum is she happy when you're boxing? eh uh,
0: my mum always said to me when I was a kid growing up, you shouldn't do boxing. You're not, you're not a hard, you're not, a, you're not a nasty enough person. She used to say I was too nice. I was, I'm too well mannered. I'm just too nice of a person to but, fight. But you
1: are a nice fella. Yeah. I, I, so where does this? I, Where does this animal, that gets in a ring, come from?
0: I don't know. I just am horrible when when I'm in a boxing fraternity. But when I'm away, I'm probably soft as shit is the best way to say it. And and I'm too soft. Like I'm too too nice, and I get took. It gets taken for granted sometimes. So I have to put people straight. But uh, I am. I'm I'm too nice, and which is.
1: It, it has been to me detriment over the years. So what you love most about boxing? The f- the opportunity it gives you in terms of what you can do with your life, so mm. what you've been able to provide to your family, yeah. for your kids, et cetera, et cetera. That's all it's about. I, but I know at a level you actually like fighting. You yeah, love fighting. There's a dark energy in you that I likes do. that. I actually do
0: enjoy, I'm not going to lie, I do like fighting, the actual fight. I, I love that part. I'm not going to lie to you and say... Oh yeah, I love the training, I love the weightlifting, I love the dieting for months at a time. I don't. I hate it. I, I like eating pizza. I like I enjoy McDonalds. I like KFC. I like all the nonsense and horrible things that the world's supposed that, like that being has got me. Normal yeah, family. I like living a normal life, but then there's a part of me that I actually do like fighting. And the the training's very hard and, and like I say it's a way of life but away from that I, I don't know if I can actually the day someone says to me, "That's it, no more f- actual fighting." Um, ah,
1: where are you going to get your kick from? Where's the, where are you going to get your fix from? Hopefully,
0: Sunday League does it. Saturday the oh, Hopefully, Sunday League gives me that. I'm so, open,
1: but you're not going to get the same feeling again. You never know. So I might put it on my toes. Never, <seen>, never, never, <laughs> never <laughs> say
0: never. Never know. Sunday League. You never know. I think, I do, I think I do.
1: after a couple of times that happened, no, I think it'll. it'll I, like soon play,
0: stop I, that, I must. I must admit, I like playing golf.
1: All right. I'm not
0: very good. I'll be honest. I'm not we'll very good so I'm, I'm a keen No, golfer. you're good. You're I'm good. You, care, I'm, not we'll I'm not going with you. That's me, the though. handicap system. No, you can laugh. I'm, I haven't even got a handicap score yet. All so i right. I'm. Uh, I'm worried. So I am. Um, I just. just I love them. golf. I love getting out in the in the mornings and going for a knock. I just Bit think flesh, it, yeah. it's a brilliant yeah. game. I love it. Me and Dan's here uh, are competing against each other.
1: I've had Alistair Campbell on Alistair's got a book called Winners And he makes a a distinction Between subjective winning And objective winning So objective winning Is obviously like Lifting the Premier League Or getting a belt round your waist Because everyone knows That's winning But then you get the other people Who don't do that So along your journey You know Subjective winning might be You know Fighting as a pro Then it might be You know Whatever it is internally to you That might be Being British champion Which is fucking hard to do People don't realise So For you What What's winning? Obviously, we've got the belts, and we know, I know winning. Exactly
0: it. what you mean. The greatest achievement for me in life is what I've created in the house. It surpasses anything. Don't get me wrong. The moment in Goodison is the highlight of my professional career. Yeah, I you're selfish, personal. Yeah, it can't. It, it can't get any. My, my defining moment in my sport life has been and gone. Doesn't matter what I do. I could hit the heavyweight champion of the world one shot and knock him out clean. It wouldn't even touch the sides of Goodison Park, mate. I was my bum was twitching in that dressing room to say the least he was singing my name so loud in the Gladys Street that the changing room shook it was the stuff dreams are made of mm. that night uh, so I've achieved it but my me, me greatest thing I've done in my life is what I've created in that house it, without a shadow of a doubt, you've got to remember I come from a broken home uh, i've got two fantastic parents i don't I'm, that's not degrading them in any way it just doesn't work out to some things it is uh and you just up, didn't
1: want that yeah, for your kids yeah
0: that would that would be my so feel like I, i'm under the firm belief that you make a baby you two years raise it together uh,
1: see that that's the thing that that jumps off when, when you're talking about that for me in terms of obviously that in your background and when i think about you know that when you're talking about that good some moment hmm. for me that was I had a dream as a kid, so playing in the Premier League, playing for England, at 24 you've done that.
0: Yeah. You've
1: done yours, fighting for the world championship mm. belt, winning it at yeah. Goodison. All your dreams from being a kid are now achieved. Yeah. So do you see it as, I'm in bonus time here. So anything I achieve now yeah. is a bonus. Okay. Obviously, your personal yeah. life, bringing the kids up, them being well-balanced, giving them opportunities and options in their life, providing that good sounding board for them 100% what you've but said personally what yeah. are you going to wh- I've got so, nothing left to prove p- p- professionally
0: but you've I've got to have it. a
1: purpose so I've got a, don't get purpose. me wrong I've
0: got a purpose so I want to I want to prove people wrong I want to beat this fella because people say I can't and I'm driven David being, a. I believe, yeah. You've i have beaten I know but people say I only beat him because of an injury people say he's better than me or whatever now if I'm being totally honest is he a better fighter than me probably is yeah his career stacks up better than mine that's just the way it is but this isn't about. You beat him. I know, but this isn't about. Is he better? Is he, Styles make fights in boxing. And I've beat people who are better than me. They're just the faster, the better athletes, the stronger. Everyone. It's how you get in that ring and use your advantages to your benefit.
1: Yeah, but when I think about it, I think the hay fight only makes sense because people want to see it yeah. and the money's there. True. But personally, if I'm a boxer and whatever. Part of boxing for me is keeping your body in shape. Yeah. Part, of it, part of boxing is not being it. Once you cross the white line and, it, and it. you're in that ring and it's it's mano-mano, hmm. it doesn't matter what it takes to win as long as you win. So from a professional challenge, you go out and you outclass them or you beat them on points or you win the fight. Hmm. You've already done that yeah. in the last fight. So, but the main thing is I gave him my word after that fight. Right. I said, don't forget. Did and you everybody- have a rematch close? No.
0: Everybody says it was a fluke, and you know? so that kind of sat with me. Not right, it was a fluke. You'd only beat him because of an injury, whatever. Don't think this fella's gonna towards me in two rounds. So that just wipes the floor. What anyone can say when you say you only beat him because of an injury, he just
1: I, but, but also when I think about that fight, so think about the fight, yeah. He's bigger, or everyone thinks he's bigger, he's fought at glitch etc. etc. Yeah. Et et so everybody thinks you're and you were the underdog going into the fight. But in the back, I remember you saying, firstly, is he going to turn up his body on it all up? And also, once you're in the ring, is it going to stand up to the rigors of that? Yeah. And and you were right, it didn't. I know. If David A was in the shape that say Anthony is in in terms yeah. of robust fit, yeah. punching power, there's no way Tony you takes that fight. Because as you've said about Deontay mm. Wilder, too big. I'd be mad to get in the ring with him. And um, Joshua, I'd be mad yeah. to get in the ring with him because it's too big. Yeah. But So but, the reason you take that
0: fight is you know there's a weakness. Not that a weakness what I take it for is because I know he doesn't have the durability and he can sustain what he does I know he can't do that he's never shown that if David Hayes showed me in his career he can do in round 12 what he can do in round 1 why would anyone fight every fighter has a weakness Joe so Anthony Joshua has weaknesses but the fact of the matter is he's supremely fit and I can't push him back and make it physical enough to to deal with him add to that he's my mate I get on great with Anthony we're just we we just click, we get on with each other. We click. So you'd
1: never fight him? No, I wouldn't I, fight, Joshua. fight Joshua. I'd fight Joshua if the money was right. I, and listen, he might kill me and you knock me. Probably I'm telling you, ten
0: million quid fight Anthony Joshua. I'd
1: need a bit more, but no. I, I'll, 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 when you have saying what you have heard like that's buttons. I know, but if even he's gonna knock me out or kill me, but, but I'd, I, I, I I'd can't. fight him.
0: I know. I know, And
1: you're a fighting man. And listen, if they fighting. came, if that's Eddie the Eddie phoned you, that's the frightening thing. I'm a fighting man. I if I fight him right, I can't quit job. Eddie Eddie phoned you listen it's out there whatever happens in the ether, joshua with fury or whatever and yeah. all these fights get made and then all of a sudden you get the phone call at the end says so 25 million a fight no aj no
0: because there's no point in having 25 million in the bank right and you're eating your food through a straw
1: no there isn't I, I'm fighting him i'm telling you i'm fighting <laughs> so him do you want to eat
0: steak through a straw forever he's only going to knock have, me out yeah but that's not that that's where you've got it wrong that's not the only implications you might not get home you might no, say if you he jabs away. me,
1: I'm going. I'm getting yeah, knocked down. Yeah, but
0: that, <laughs> that's cheating. Then you know, I, well, I I'd
1: fight him. i would I try and take
0: that's it. That's the thing. If I had, if I could, what you just. i stood said, next to him actually. He is humongous. What you've just said, right? Is I I go knack, knocked out on the jab. I'm going to keep early doors. Yeah, Only okay, so thing
1: is, you're going to be in there that's taking That's what I'm saying. Or, yeah.
0: I, I'm, I'm keeping coming regardless. Once yeah. I sign to fight, I'm. But fighting. you said you'd
1: fight Fury. I would because you can't punch. See, I think that's a great fight, Fury. Obviously, yourself, Fury. He's a good fight because he's going to have to fight a couple of fights before he right, fights. He AJ. wants a
0: warm up, and I said no. <laughs>
1: so yeah, but you're beyond the warm up stage. Uh, you and know, he, you right to be beyond. The Tyson warm up.
0: wants a warm up before to, you, before me. So you'd fight him now, is what yeah, you're saying? I, I'm saying I'll fight him now, and people go, you're a disgrace. Why are you fighting Tyson Because he's ring rusty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's ring rusty. That's exactly why I'm fighting him. Don't lie and say no. <laughs> yeah, I am. Why am I going to fight him when he's a? You know, did anyone want to fight me when I was at my best? No one wants to touch me. When I was yeah. when I just jumped up to cruise weight, no one wants to touch me with a barge pole because yeah. they're like, he's coming off a loss, he's twice as dangerous as ever. Boxing is about timing. Yeah. Life's it's all about, about timing. Time if it ain't my fault you're out of shape, it ain't my fault you've been out there in two years. You're a name, I'm a name. Let's make let's fight. Let's fight and let's make. Now, I'm not putting myself in unnecessary danger against Deontay Wilder mate I was going to fight Deontay Wilder I'll be totally honest I got up close with him and here's exactly yeah, how it yeah, went de- down yeah. how big he was he got in front of me there was a barrier between us and I thought he's not that tall actually the next night because we'd been arguing on the Friday at the weigh-in and it was it's a bit of to and fro you signed to make
1: a fight there though part that in the back of your mind pa, in, in my mind I was like... thinking
0: I could fight this fella he's not that big the next night on the Saturday he hooked he, I said listen that wasn't personal but I meant what I said, whatever I have yet I said, and I, I actually respect you an awful lot for the situation, you in know, with your daughter. He looks after his daughter, his daughter's doing well, And he said, thank you very much. And he, he put his hand on me hand and he, and he done that. He clapped hands and he, he hugged me. And when he hugged me, his whole arm went round me body and it's like he scratched my <laughs> face. And at that moment, I just knew not a hope on this planet. It's yeah. like a cricket, a huge cricket got hold of me yeah. and he just wrapped me up. Like realised how big he was. Like it was not on me. And then I looked into his stats once again, done me studying. He's got a foot reach advantage on me, a whole foot. So if he hits me with a jab, he's still, and I throw my jab, he's got that much of a reach advantage on me. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. So like I said, I've had my moment. Yeah. I've had the glory.
1: Yeah, and you're not I'm trying to. Go out on a I'm not. I'm not or, I wouldn't say
0: I'm trying to cash out or whatever. Because if I fight Alexander Usyk and he wins the WBSs, I'm in a lot of danger in that fight. But I'll do it because the risk for the reward matches up. All the belts are on the line.
1: Yeah, and it's naturally And he's a Natalie better, the same
0: size. A size yeah, for you. He's yeah. the same size, and I 100 percent believe. Listen, he's a better fighter than me, Alexander Usyk, and he's a better fighter than me. But make no mistake. If I hit him clean on the chin with my left hook, yeah. mate he's a kip. I don't care who he is, how good he is, and he is—he's exceptional. He's brilliant, mate. Better boxer than me, quicker than me. He's not stronger, and I actually, he hasn't got the experience I've got.
1: But I heard you saying, what's the point? Of you doing that? WBSS, is it? Yeah. When I can, when I can That's exactly what I've done. Fight against David day What are they in for three fights? They forced it to have to be in tougher fights killers
0: yeah, absolute killers so why am I going to fight three killer fights get my body banged up it's already banged up enough I've broke my hands six times I've got a broken nose how many times I've cracked ribs uh, I've detached me floating rib
1: I've got that many injuries but you're still. not punchy at all are you like you meet a lot of boxers and you can nah. be a little bit punchy I you're bet to differ
0: mate don't get me wrong do you yeah. have your moments I, I, I have my moments especially we in all the do house.
1: when you get 35 mate I've got them and I've not taken got. that many jabs so you've got the Hay rematch coming up yeah do you see, beyond, are you looking beyond that? Or no. is it, listen, this is this could be the end of the road. This is, all you can focus on is 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 that fight, Natty.
0: I, I don't think this is my last fight, but I will say I won't think about anything else until I'm home safe. So my ultimate goal is just to get home safe. So like, just the next fight,
1: definitely yeah. be, you have ideas beyond I, that. I, I the, do the think about Alexander Usyk.
0: Fight. I'm fighting for all the belts, but when I really just sit there it's all just about this fight.
1: So what? What's a dream night? Fifth, fifth of May. What's the dream scenario for Tony Bellew? I
0: stopped him in twenty seconds.
1: In and out, bang.
0: In and out as fast as possible. No what? one gets in. First hit. exchange. Just he gets caught with a left hook, and he gets up after ten seconds, and he's fine. That's the best outcome for me. Twenty seconds in, bang, left hook. Uh, fight's over. Gets stopped. Whatever, and then I go home safe. meat do you I get bet. the
1: same prize money For a stoppage Of yeah. 20 seconds As you no do No matter what Mace. And does Win- the winner Get more than the loser No
0: In the I'm UFC that, it? In the UFC do you have stipulations Like that But in boxing See don't. I
1: thought I thought the winner So you get You know what you're getting When you yeah. walk in the ring Yeah I know what I'm getting
0: I know what I'm getting In the ring re- Well no actually You don't because It's all driven by Pay-per-view buys. So no you don't know What you're getting
1: or, Yeah Yeah but you you you've got a guarantee. you've got to figure in mind that you've you got a guarantee. No.
0: No, no guarantees. So if no one buys me, no one no one wants to watch it, everyone's done for. You're actually in for the the on the you the only guarantee you have is what's in the gate.
1: All right. So And but you've got to pay a lot of the, like all your oh, entries out of that, haven't
0: you? Everything's gone from the gate, so it it sits in the pay-per-view money.
1: So you so you switch from amateur to pro because yeah. Rachel's pregnant and you think
0: And we had our first little boy and then I'm living in old Swan. Uh, me I bought me out the house off my brother. I passed on a mortgage because I was a trainee accountant for the council and I was boxing and working on the door. I had three jobs. The boxing was paying me at the time, uh, G B boxing and I, I just I don't know. The the, the mortgage at the time was, was four or five hundred a month and I was just always getting to the end of the month thinking, What's left for us? Yeah. And I thought, what am I gonna and I thought, you know what? I'm not time. going Yeah. I thought, am not going to the Olympics. I wasn't cut out for Olympic boxing. My plan was to go to the Commonwealth Games, go pro after the Commonwealth Games. If I win the Commonwealth Games, if I didn't win the Commonwealth Games, I was going to come out of boxing, leave boxing alone, and uh, and do what everyone else does. So, you know, lads, whatever it is. So, uh, Duck and dive. Yeah, just just do
1: whatever. So, so that's where I it, it brought you Miss into it there. I'm like, is she not, because I've got a thing with my missus now where I, you dedicate your life then mm. you have kids and you dedicate your life and you get it and you've just dedication, dedication to, to be a pro. And it's a bit selfish, selfish stop. profession. Never does. Don't think it ever does when, you, when you're a sportsman, when mm. you're in that mode. So obviously now I'm in the interim. I'm, I'm seeing yeah. over the cliff edge, which is the media. Scary. You're brilliant on, on there. You do, you've do. got your Sky Sports thing going on. Mm. The media side of it, we're Scouts, we can talk. We're eloquent. We can get away with certain things. We're not just going to be... Yeah sportsmen would be on there so mm. that's great but f- I'm, I've got one eye on going back I'm going back in June I'm going to yeah. try and come back for them having a year out and I say to my missus are you alright with this because f- you forget sometimes I how demanding I can I f- be so is she is, is she is your missus on the kids saying no they? she
0: asked me to stop after the last one she begged me and I said to her we haven't come this far to so stop now why would I stop now because she said like my goal when I went professional and and she believed in the dream with me. So pay the house, buy the house, it's done. The next thing was, right, so I've got to secure the kids, buy 10 terraced houses, rent them out, whatever, done. And then it's like, Aunt, you've done everything you said I was doing. You've become world champion. You've fought at Goodison Park. We've got the properties. Our house is done. We've got a nice car, we've got a nice life. Mm. Stop, love, because, you know, I see you come home days after work and your nose has smashed, your hands have smashed, you're in ice bats. You know it's lonely, and and I'm, I don't go on like I'm this big hard case because there's been many a time I've come home, and and you know after me lost, cried myself to sleep, and and then no one sees is that. Stuff. Yep. So I didn't think that was a fight. I didn't think I lost. It was a heartbreak that night because that was my first loss. Uh, it wasn't too bad. The Adonis team to him was the worst. I just cried myself to sleep. And but I it just, took
1: some balls to take the fight going to
0: canada yeah. to take the fight it did but ultimately i lost and i lost to the better man on the night and you've got to get it it's very very hard to get your head around why you lost and everyone would go on everyone around me and close to me was going on the weight to you. I and listen i lost hmm. don't blame weight because i knew what i was doing when i was making weight i've lost you've got to move on and get on with it and she's seen or listen and had to go through it with me and listen she's lived every day of it so after that last fight she got it and she was like just stop mm. and I was like but why we've come this far and, and I've yeah, given it I didn't want to get, be a liar yeah. I didn't yeah. want to say because I, I come out and I said <laughs> to the post a press conference if he begs I'll give him a rematch and I was in jest I said if he begs but in the, at the end of the day I did say give him a rematch and I'm going to do it I'm a man of my word there's nothing worse in life than someone if you can't take someone on the word or shaking hands in my, in my opinion the person who breaks the word is a piece of shit they're not even worth anything in life but
1: you also know at the back of your mind that the rematch potentially is bigger than because you know I go go in and I obviously want you to win because you know I I I I I thought I thought he was fighting because he needed the money to fight, whereas I knew you were fighting because you're still hungry and you're still no. on that upward trajectory where I thought he was going, this is one last payday for me, or he could maybe set up a Joshua fight if he, if he managed he, to beat That's what his goal, you. goal is. Yeah. My so goal
0: I, was Joseph Parker. I thought which, I could beat him.
1: Which could still be, that could easily still be out there, because he's obviously he got He the, is, the but AJ He's, he's going he's
0: gonna to lose. He's going to yeah. lose to But, Rant, but So
1: he's got to come somewhere from that. He
0: has, but... You'll have no world title then, and it's absolutely irrelevant, the fight's pointless. So I won't go for that. That's why I said i if if, if I was looking past it, but well, I'm not looking past David, here. but if I do come through and I'm okay and I'm healthy, then I will turn my attentions to the winner of the WBSS tournament, Usyk or Gasiev. But like I said, I just want to get home safe on so, March so, third.
1: So that's the thing about the Fifth. the hate the second hate fight, obviously the numbers now are Yeah. So ridiculous. you go from nailing it in terms of, you know, life-changing money, the first yeah, fight pay
0: I am more from the David Hay fight than I earned in my whole career combined before it. So du- I, get du- why, it. I get why
1: you stay then, so I get why if you have your because you're going, well, hang on a minute, this is we've worked that hard to get yeah. this.
0: I ain't double my whole career in one fight in one night. So you'd be stupid to walk away from it? Uh, the,
1: from this next fight, yeah,
0: but, but, but like I said to you before, though, if, if I genuinely thought he could beat me and I genuinely had everything stacked against me physically, mm. then I wouldn't take the fight, I wouldn't have took the first one because there's no point in having all this money and my birds yeah. feed me for the rest of my life. And yeah, in a wheelchair, yeah. and that's what that and I understand. I see, I'm a realist, I'm not a fantasist A lot of fighters they live in dreamlands, and this is what got to get real with themselves, yeah. they're idiots. A lot of them, an awful lot, because you can't physically stack everything against you physically and still win. Hmm. This ain't this ain't no fucking Marvel film. This ain't David or Hollywood. And, yeah. It's not Hollywood. It's it's not David and Goliath. Yeah. It doesn't exist unless someone's it's not Rocky. No, one gets up maids, off floor, no one like. gets up nine times in a fight. It doesn't. <laughs> you stay
1: down after they've been down the second time. You're done. But even the long term implications of it, like you can walk out the ring, but you know we've seen with fights over right. the years, the long term implications of staying in yeah. there and too long absorbing that kind of punishment clearly i know i think i know the answer to this but mm. it's, it's weird because the hollywood thing and yeah. you know you're a celebrity in your own right now but do I you enjoy being famous
0: no hate it hate it. it's just an invasion but, but it's, it's an invasion of privacy i don't live in in a i haven't cut myself off from the world and put myself in a house in the countryside i live in a normal street i live in a normal house
1: But that's important, sounds like, to the fabric of of you being there. Because I'm trying to to raise my kids
0: and retain the values that I've grown up with.
1: So So, on the flip of that, do you accept that you're a role model because of what you've would achieved in
0: your sport? No, I'm not a role model. I've done some bad things made in my time that that I'm not proud of. But then I say I come out the other side, so kind of, but I'm definitely not role model material. Like I said, I've done some horrible things in my time and I've done some bad things that I'm not proud of. But ultimately... It shaped me to be the person I am. I know I can be a horror at times. I know I can be a vicious, nasty, horrible person. And when I'm pushed, uh, I, can, I can flip a switch. I've just got that in me. I don't know why or have how. Have you always had that? Yeah. I've always had it in me since I was... So at...
1: have you learned to communicate with that better as you got older when
0: yeah. you had kids? Yeah. With me, when it's with me kids, involved there's nothing there. It's just, don't get me wrong, they send you nuts at times, but they understand there's a line not to be crossed. And I'm, I'm 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 old school. What do you call it. I'm, I I believe in discipline with your children. Your children respect your parents. That's it. And that's how all life should be. Children respect their elders. The world would be a
1: better place if children respected the their yeah.
0: elders. But that's just not the way it's going. Well, it it is going that way in my household. <laughs> you know, kids respect their elders, and I will drum that into them till till they've got their own houses and their own lives. So,
1: what's your greatest
0: setback then as a
1: boxer?
0: Really, you know, don't and fight. But how did you
1: handle that setback broke at the me time? That.
0: Just heartbreak, mate, just... Uh, on the night of itself, I, I was in a lot of pain. Mate, I thought he'd crush me skull. He hit me that hard on the forehead. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to make excuses. I lost. It didn't help making that weight. Uh, I was completely dried out, but it still doesn't matter. I had to pick myself up. The worst... I got great advice from a friend who was with me there, Yeah, and Gary said to me, you're going to have to reinvent yourself at a new weight. Because he knew. Gary's known me for over a so decade getting
1: down to 12 seven for that fight wasn't yeah
0: it? 12 stone seven that was the last time i made it and i'd come down from 15 stone over the space of 12 weeks but it was the last four pound i couldn't get off i just couldn't get it off on there is two fights before the stevenson fight and i'm 12 stone 12 and i, I don't look like there's nothing left You, it's just one. i hit a certain age i just couldn't do it no more it just your, your body,
1: body types not your, I, your body just i hit no. 12
0: stone seven on the wednesday the way i was the friday I phoned Kerry Case and said, Kerry, what can I have? He said, I have two breasts of chicken and 500 milligrams of water. I ate that and I I put on five pound immediately. I could not lose that five pound till the morning of the way in for the life of me. And I ran on treadmills for an hour. I trained and trained and trained. So everything you can imagine I'd done to make weight. The only thing that got the last four pound off was a hot, a red hot bath. A red hot bath with salts in it and that, that. That killed me. I remember sitting there and I, I had Kevin Hart on the iPad and I was laughing and crying, laughing and crying. It was the closest I've ever come to a breakdown. you
1: probably having like your brains probably in all sorts of bother that, That's the closest. That that's water. honestly
0: I can say. That's the closest I've ever come to a breakdown. I was laughing at his jokes and then crying, literally crying. And I got out the bath, red hot bath, and I stepped on the stairs and I was. Bang on, 12 stone, seven. Not an ounce over, not announced ounce under. Two hours later, I got weighed, and I was still the exact same thing, 12 stone, seven. On so then the what happens
1: then? Soon, as soon as you weighed in then, yeah. rehydration, what, what did you get in the ring at? Drink,
0: drink, drink. Uh, I think I got in the ring about 14 stone.
1: What's oh, that? Just under. The next night?
0: Yeah. I gained a stone overnight immediately. I was a stone heavy the next morning, and then you'd eat all day again. So I was a stone. I, I can't
1: imagine I can't imagine playing a game, slim and down, and it got, then going I in and frightened.
0: having a fight like that, or playing a match next time. I day. could feel his jabs. I could feel the jabs. Like, the amount of times i have seen stars in that fight before he hit me. When he actually dropped me in the round before, I'd seen star- he hit me with a jab and I'd seen stars. And then i come out the next round, I had a good round, and then I dropped him, I hit him on the back of the the left hook and he went down. i come out in the next round and he hit me with this uppercut and I didn't even see it. I just always remember thinking was, I'm on the floor here. Yeah. I'm on the floor. And then I was that bad. Like, I still can't remember nothing from the fight. I have to watch it back. My mind, it's gone. It's gone from my mind. I can't remember anything. When I got back to the corner and the referee stopped the fight, my coach, McAllister at the time, I said, what are you doing stopping the fight? He said, "Answer, never stopped a thing. I said, you did. Don't lie to me. And I'm shouting at him in the ring when the fight's over and he said the referee stopped it and I've seen that referee since and I went up and thanked him he saved me life because Adonis Stevens knit me with uppercut and I'm asleep on my feet and he only needs one more, and that's the end of Because you break, yeah. break your neck. Once you're asleep on your feet, and you, I didn't, go, I didn't, I wasn't knocked out in that fight. I'd stopped on my feet. He hit me with the uppercut, and I'm out like I'm sloped in the ropes. And he's got a free shot. And just as he goes to take the little free shot, which he's perfectly entitled to do, the referee, I think Michael Clark was his name, jumped in. And I'm telling you now, save my life because I could have died with that next punch without a shot. Because it's when your senses are all gone and you're just floppy. That's when the damage happens and he done a great job mate. saved my life 100% because if I could I'd have carried on fighting
1: yeah she saved you from
0: yourself See, that, that's what thats what I expect from a referee every time I don't i don't rely on a referee to do anything I don't need him to help me I don't need him to tell me to not people low I know rights and wrongs I save just need a referee to needs. save me <laughs> yeah. that's all he needs to the do just save that, me yeah. because I do need saving amateur boxing is a sport professional boxing is a brutal business
1: so look, I want to finish off here because I'm constantly taking up loads of time. Don't worry. Quick fire questions. We we'll do it to everybody Go at on. the end. Uh, what is your idea of happiness? Home. What is your idea of misery? What gets you down? Apart from Everton getting beat. That's the worst. I bane, didn't even want to ask you about the Everton. Bane by the bane of my life made don't, <laughs> don't want to put you in. a No, spot, it's so. not.
0: You don't. It does the bane of my life. Football. Uh, I don't know what makes me unhappy. Do you know what? It, what does me more than anything. People you've grown up with yapping about you behind your back. That's what really gets me, and it does me in the neck. I feel like I want to turn horrible sometimes, but, you know, it happens as you grow older.
1: Yeah, just don't focus your attention on them. <laughs> I know, so you you, that's what I
0: shouldn't do. And people, <clears throat> people close to me and around me always tell me, don't focus Sign on Sign of
1: progress me. if they
0: talk about you. I know, but it does me everything, because people who've grown up with you and should know you, well, do know you. It's just horrible to see them yap by you and talk behind your back,
1: but... It's more about them, lad, though, than, than you. Yep. Which person do you admire most, and why do you admire them? It's
0: a good question, though. I've never really thought... So many different people I could think of and name. I mean, I admire the strength of, let's say, someone like Denise Fergus. I admire the strength and courage, because I, I couldn't live on if I was someone like that lady. Uh,
1: That's Jamie Bulger's mum. Jamie Bulger's mum, yeah. yeah uh, it's been on the news
0: recently. I don't know. So uh, people, It's tough because I've always, I've never looked at boxing and admired them for the people they are. I've admired the sportsmen they are. I've always admired sportsmen, Everton players, whatever, but I, I don't admire them for them reasons. I, I admire them for the sport and ability, for their athleticism and of football and ability. I've met some good people over the years and thought they're a good person. Hmm. Admires a strong word. I, I look at people and I think I don't know how you've done it. Is that the same thing as admiring? I suppose so. Yeah. So
1: the strength of that woman to, I think, we're to pick to ourselves, up. yeah, to to do that and rebuild your life. I mean, mm. it, I, couldn't I, couldn't it. It. I couldn't imagine it. Couldn't so, imagine it. I couldn't do it. Listen, she gets lots of admiration. So there's no there's mm. no uh, problems. I admire her
0: strength and resilience.
1: What is your favorite book? And why is it your favourite? Speaking
0: of books, I've got to get on yours, Danzy. Danzy, I'll
1: get, I'll get, get me a copy. Yeah, no
0: Danzy uh, listens, has listened to your audio book because when he goes to training every day to Bury and he says to me, listen to the audio books. Now, I I thought I'd read your book, but I'm not sure if you've had a book listen, written if about you. you, yeah. if
1: you no, I loads don't know whether them. I have. I haven't signed it off. Because
0: I've read every... Oh, I've read Alex Facebook, Stephen Gerard's books. I've read loads of different books over the years. I've Got the worst memory ever, by the way. I don't remember a single thing from them, but I've read them. <laughs> I go on Aldi and read the book every time. Well, Ed, I've read Ed all the boxes, that.
1: we get on, we we'll get you the car, yeah, no problem.
0: But and I, uh, very, very
1: similar. D- You'll be a lot of similarities between. He keeps the telling
0: me, Get do the audiobook, it takes time up in the car. And he and I read him, it as well. Is he? Is that what it is? Yeah, You're doing? I read
1: it, it which was a book because I'm getting offered
0: to do a book. You must, yeah, you must have been, been asked, on and I'm like,
1: Nah, I found it really cathartic because you carry it round. interviews come, yeah, all of a sudden, you just the emotional baggage, it's tough by the way. If you do it properly, it's tough.
0: Oh, I'll do it properly. But you
1: get rid of it. So it frees you up. You're not carrying around all emotions about all things that have happened in your life. Yeah. And also, you've got to think that, especially in your profession, God forbid anything happens mm. or, you know, but your kids then go, oh, hey, come. that's me, half fella there. Yeah. It's in your words. You're not having any you know, external people yeah. writing Tony's oh, this, that. Tony's that. It's done and dusted. And you've achieved enough in life now mm. that it's actually an interesting book. I don't know. I, You'd have, I say that, book I I'd read it. And I, yeah. and so I'd I don't. Read I it.
0: just. What was the Bleeding Oh, what book's your do favourite you book? Okay.
1: Uh, favourite book and why? You come back to it if you want. Favourite film? And what's so good about the film that'd be easier for you? And you can't say Creed,
0: no, I'm not going to say Creed, the favorite film. Uh, I've got a few films that I absolutely love. I, I, I can you, t- I, I used to watch The Town an awful lot. Yeah. I mean, I've got to saved it saved, yeah, fantastic actor. Uh, I'm intrigued, I'm intrigued by uh, the likes of Pablo Escobar del Chapo, I'm intrigued by out of masterminded what they've done I, I don't know why I'm intrigued by it I don't know whether it's grown up in the culture of growing up around drug infested streets and seeing it firsthand. I, I'm,
1: there's a few old chapos that,
0: yeah there's a few old chapels in the pool. <laughs> I, I'm intrigued I'm always reading up and I'm always watching documentaries so I do like seeing things like that I'm past really studying boxing the way I used to because I've become... Not
1: Rocky or anything? I thought Rocky would have been boxing film. My
0: favourite film? I'm trying to think of a nailed on one movie. It's very, very hard, you know.
1: Go uh, on, you can have the town. of sounds all right, Ben Affleck.
0: Oh, I don't know. Yeah, but it's not my favourite ever film.
1: Is it The Notebook?
0: I don't even know what that is. Has
1: anyone said The Notebook? <laughs> Cipriani did, yeah. Danny said that, yeah. The Notebook.
0: It, will, it will come back to me. It all will right. come
1: back to me. Um, favourite song, piece of music? What is it? Why is it your favourite?
0: Uh, Machiavelli album formerly known as Tupac so that album I love that album I could listen to it all day uh, and then I also love me Boys to Men albums old, sk-
1: oh, old school I, yeah, yeah
0: I just like all different I like every if you look through the music on my phone you go Random. it's just every genre of music well, you I listen to pool, that's the way you I don't, like it can't all music. get in one I love the Beatles yeah. uh, I love every type of music only heavy rock I don't part, take part in
1: like Black Sabbath and that. Yeah, back back in the What what's your favourite meal? And can you cook?
0: Yeah, I can cook. Uh,
1: she thinks master so. Chef, celebrity master chef. Nah, I don't know about no. that. Don't know about, about that. Bake off.
0: That's just where they make cakes, isn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: I could probably make a cake. All I'm right. not not that silly.
1: No, no, get your life. No, after
0: no, it makes that life after boxing is just being a dad <laughs> and playing golf. You uh, can
1: do the old charity bake-off if you need to charity nah, footy match I, that, I, I can see you in the charity I footy match don't want matches.
0: to be in the limelight I hate it you must I'll use do it under the scrutiny that you do it under it's just beyond me
1: just that part of the part of the it's course. wrong no. yeah but we didn't sign up for it just so to saying, in it's, footy, wrong. it's
0: an invasion of privacy in your life but it's on the flip
1: side of it you've got to embrace you know to change the landscape because you used to have to get a job after footy and people the wonder
0: that why people want to go and, Like I always remember King Louis S. I used to always say to me Tone. All footballers want to live in London.
1: Disappear, yeah.
0: And I understand why.
1: Yeah.
0: I've realised that. I've spent a lot of time on the lads at Everton and Finch Farm and over the last decade. You
1: train
0: there, don't you? Yeah, I, t- I still go there. I don't train there now. I can do it if I want to, but you Dave see. Billows has left, so he's my strength and conditioning coach, but I do a lot of my recovery work there uh, and the physios taking care of me there as well, so I do see the lads still. But I, I could not be a football in this modern day i'm telling you now mate i am just not uh, sensible enough for that way of life
1: you might be now you wasn't maybe back in the day i we'll, could we'll, 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 we'll look at me hell, I went. <laughs> fancy <laughs> dinner party fancy dinner party you're hosting the party yeah. and it's six people but obviously you're one of them so okay you've got go. six seats five. at the table five others dead or alive
0: Bear, it's going to kill me Even Mendez first pick
1: good pick she, she'd be a good conversationalist I think
0: Kevin Hart The Rock Denzel Washington got one more Nelson Mandela I
1: thought you were going to say David Ida
0: <laughs> don't need to be fine <laughs> at that table I'd love to pick their brains I'd, I'd probably take off one of the one of the Dixie Kevin Dean, at all? him he
1: got a... Thing. Kevin yeah. Hart,
0: or, I should have took Kevin Hart or Rock off, The Rock, but... Yeah,
1: that's
0: alright, that's, that's... Jokes, muscle... bit of everything, isn't it, The yes.
1: Highest paid Hollywood actor, didn't he? It, he wear he wear has him, been mate. for the last two years. Wear. done well. And
0: I got told he was going to become the highest paid actor in Hollywood when we were shooting Creed three years ago. Done well. They said, people then said he's going to be the biggest actor.
1: Done well, Annie. he, to be fair. Insane, mates. Look, good on him. Fair play to him. Um I need to get you back on what's your favourite book, because I haven't asked you that. Well I asked you that but you didn't. Your favourite book? Killing Pablo. That'll do. Uh and last but not least, do you have F- a favourite quote?
0: Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Good one. I've always lived by that. I'm just a favourite movie. It's I know.
1: It was about do you know what I'm I'll go he? with?
0: I'll go with John Q. That's where it's in. No, that's my favourite oh, movie. Your favourite movie? My favourite movie I'll put down is John Q. Broke my heart, that film.
1: All
0: oh, right. Amazing. You haven't seen it, have you?
1: John Q. Is it, who's Denzel in it? Washington. Denzel. Denzel, yeah. My, my oh, favourite film's Man brilliant. on Fire, Denzel. Oh, it's outstanding. Incredible film. film. Tony, thanks for joining well, me at The Edge.
0: Absolute pleasure. Keep listening, guys. Cheers, mate. What's up, pleasure, man? mate.
1: You've been listening to The Edge Podcast. Thanks again to Tony Bell, you there a truly remarkable insight into a fighter's mind. Let me know what you think by tweeting at Deezer UK and at Joey7Barton. And if you want to hear more from our conversation, you can find some exclusive extra bits over at Deezer.com or via the Deezer app. The Edge is a Deezer original produced by Pixiu. I'll be back next week, but until then, from me, Joey Barton, thanks and goodbye.